0: everybody waiting for the fall of man everybody praying for the end of times everybody hoping they could be the one
1: I was born to run I was born for thee. welcome back to the chip shot where we talk about real estate business leadership and our community why we believe real estate is the best business in the world when bought correctly why it's important to mind your own business why leadership is important because at the end of the day everything rises and falls on leadership Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Chip Shot, where we talk about all things real estate, business, and leadership. Today, I have a special guest that I uh, talked about on our last podcast, and it's Danny Smith from the Austin area. He is a loan officer with Home Trust Mortgage. He's also a John Maxwell coach and also a guerrilla marketing expert. Danny, thank you for being here today. I appreciate you doing this podcast with me this session. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for asking me. Danny, uh, I met Danny... A few years ago at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Cedar Park, Texas, it was a Chamber of Commerce event, and Danny uh, has helped me uh, learn how to market better, market myself better. One of the things that I picked off from Danny that day was that he didn't give me his business card, he asked for mine, and he doesn't waste handshakes. Danny, you want to talk a a little bit about not wasting handshakes? Well, first it comes from a a desire
0: not to go out and network too much, but my business requires me to do that. And when I go out and meet people, I don't want to waste the handshakes. And actually it's, I rarely give out a business card unless somebody asks for it. You give me your business card, then uh, it drives me to follow through with you. Simple as that, that I'm going to follow through,
1: try to figure out a way to add some value. Absolutely. So, uh, so if you're ever going to any 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 networking things, or so if you're in business, like I'm in real estate, Danny's in mortgage. If you're trying, if you're in sales, and a lot of us are in sales, if you're in the business world, you're you're going to be selling something. If you're going to if you're going to make a, a, a profit or make any sales that that week or that month or whatever, but when you're trying to get to know people, instead of handing out your business card, what I've learned is to try to ask for that business card. And I remember Danny. It I don't know. It was probably a week later, and I had gotten an email from you, you had reached back out to me. You know, saying, hey, it was nice to meet you and, and, and all that stuff. And then our relationship kicked off from there. And I don't know how many years ago, that was probably five, six years ago. And it was. Yeah. And now we're doing a podcast together. And we did a radio show together probably about a year ago and we in did the Grange. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing is that if you see
0: people hand out business cards, they're a, well, uh, there's a book called Give and Take. Uh, the author's name is Grant, last name is Grant, Adam Grant. He's a Wharton Business School professor. And he says that the people that are just handing out business cards are takers. Wow. Uh, th- that, and he literally has a, a chapter in the book about uh, networking, though the overall book is, uh, 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 it's about givers and takers and matchers. And he says that a third of the most successful people in the United States are the third most successful people are givers, but so is the bottom third. The bottom third are mm-hmm. givers. Well wow. the middle third are takers and matchers. And this includes salespeople, doctors, lawyers, nurses, engineers, all across his studies at through the Wharton Business School is across all professions. the most successful people are givers. the least successful people are givers. The difference is that the least successful they they tend to let people just suck the life out of them. They gotcha. just
1: give too much, right? So, what, how do you get to the top and still be because I it's more fun, and I've, more rewarding to be a a giver, right? I don't. It's not fun taking. I want to give people my my heart, everything I got to help them out. But sometimes you can get ran over.
0: Yeah, you get saying? the life sucked out of you. you. You have somebody just keeps somebody keeps coming at you, wanting more and more. If they're asking. Grant tells you, you need to be cognizant of that. He actually gets into where you even pick out a certain period of the week, a a morning of the week or an afternoon or evening of the week that you do all your giving in that. I find that I just have to um, just balance it, or not balance, but blend it through the day and the week. Gotcha.
1: I guess it's kind of like with any kind of relationship. If you're giving, you have to, the other party has to give too, I guess. you There has to be some balance there, you know. If you know, I see
0: somebody that's taking advantage and they're constantly calling and asking me to do something, I, I just kind of put
1: a buffer, kind of put a clutch right. in, in, in there. I guess it's kind of, because I'm always, as a negotiator, we negotiate contracts, right? And so that's kind of like win-win. Yeah. You know, the person that's losing the whole time doesn't want to do the deal. It, it, they end up just going away, mm-hmm. right? So I guess it's kind of like the give and take thing. If you're always giving, right, and the other person's always taking, well, eventually you're just like, I don't really want to. Have a relationship with you anymore? Exactly, and you know sometimes you
0: wore out from dealing with people, but it's a good wore out. Other times you're wore out, and you just know that uh, okay, this something's not working here. And you know Grant will tell you to be uh, just just to be cognizant of the fact that uh, that you're not becoming a a matcher. Mm -hmm. If you become a matcher, and I think you have to roll through that matching to stop because of uh, the, those that are taking advantage of you. But overall, having a giving attitude, having a giving environment, a giving culture, uh, that mindset, if you will. You're just a whole, I mean, that day we met, and I did, I followed up somewhere a few days later uh, with a, a, probably a pretty simple email, Uh, The email probably did not even have uh, my job title on it. Normally, that email for me has my name, my phone number, and my LinkedIn address. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael Hyatt says that everybody needs to land on a platform. You talk about marketing. So I sent an email that said, uh, Chip, it was great meeting you the other night. Hope to see you again soon. And I'm sincere about that. Uh, hopefully you're going to click on that. You, You probably don't remember me. And so you click on LinkedIn, you go into, oh, I saw, oh, he's a mortgage loan officer. Well, he never said that. Yeah. And it, it, people are comfortable with LinkedIn. They'll land there and they'll stay on it for a while—not the typical uh, uh, three to seven-second rule type thing.
1: Is that the platform you like to use the most? is LinkedIn. I
0: use I use LinkedIn platform. That LinkedIn platform okay. first. Uh, my, I have a blog that's you know that's got uh, 800 posts on it. I you know uh, 600,000 hits over the last 10 years. Uh, but people see another blog, but they don't care much. Uh, a mortgage. Nobody wants a mortgage. Look at a mortgage. A website but they look at LinkedIn they start reading yeah more and then they see those other links to those other websites and uh, to my Facebook to my blog uh, they go into blog they get in my whole world there once they get into the blog so
1: with Danny, you just I, when I talked to Danny, I, when, when we met at a coffee shop at Cedar Park not too long ago, and you just never know where the conversation's going to go. That's what I love about it. It's a, you throw a stick, and I
0: start. Sometimes <laughs> I throw my own sticks and start chasing them. Yeah. But anyways, that like book, that,
1: the give and take book was his, the the author's name is Grant Adam Grant Adam Grant. Okay. So folks, that sounds interesting. You check out Adam Grant's book Give and Take. I'm going to check it out myself. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us, Danny. So how how did Danny get here today? He uh, he offered to come to our office today. We have a we host a weekly mastermind with our realtors here in the Schulenburg office, and Danny drove from Austin today to meet us and add some value. He shared an app with us that we're going to start uh, sharing with our clients, and it's called Home Scout, right? Home Scout, yes. Home Scout app, and uh, you know, and Danny talked about uh, how to use the app and all that stuff. So we're grateful that he came here today, added some value, and then I said, before you go, Danny, you got to do a podcast with me, and so we're here today doing this podcast, uh, Danny. I've seen some uh, some reports out there that the you know here locally in our market it's been very robust. It's still very favorable in the seller's market. Uh, there's low inventory levels of houses. Uh, there's a there was an article that came out in the Wall Street Journal this w- this week. I think it was this weekend about the Dallas area has. Uh, it says that the market's starting to turn towards more buyers. Uh, and then I, I was in Cedar Park this weekend having having Thanksgiving and I was reading the Hill Country News there. And the title of it's, uh, let me see if I can find that article real quick. It says October single family home sales at record breaking high. So then you got, I just see con- you know, contradictory information out there. So we have to look locally at what's going on. But it looks like up in that area, it's, it's still pretty robust. Um, you want to talk about, because on the lending side, are you seeing lungs up, down, sideways?
0: Um, loans overall are down, but that's mainly because of refis are down because rates are up. Uh, you do, when I look at the the graphs that are put out by typically a title company, their economic development group, uh, the time on market is increasing. Mm-hmm. I think it's the highest in about five years. Okay, and so uh, we're at a we've gone from a seller's market. Now this is, uh, I was at an event last week and heard somebody talking about this and they put out some graphs and some stats. So this is coming from the real estate community uh, in Austin that we've kind of leveled off between a, it being a seller's market. is leveled off. Uh, it hasn't reached a peak yet where it falls over the peak to become a buyer's market. Like it has in Dallas, I understand it's over here in Katy. I was talking to a listing agent in Katy about a month ago, and she says, "Oh, it's a buyer's market over here," Mm -hmm. and a lot of that's due to being overbuilt by builders. Yeah, builders are uh, are overbuilding. Most builders are owned by uh, publicly traded companies, so they're just they got to churn out numbers. Yep, and uh, so in the Austin area, um, had a realtor tell me last about a month ago that uh, you're not, if you bought a house in the last three years, if you're selling it, by the time you uh, pay closing costs to get the loan, uh, uh, your, your sale closed, you're not going to break even.
1: Yeah. And that's uh, not a bad thing. I think we saw so much appreciation. Yeah. You know, after 2011 is when I saw the market turn, the, the last quarter of 2011, it was a good run. And it was just a run that, it's just unsustainable mm-hmm. over over too long of a period of time. So, you see these things, we're, we're used to them, and it's, uh, you know, there's always a good market for, everyone always asks me, how's the market? I'm like, are you a buyer or seller? You know, it depends on who you are, if it's a good market, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah,
0: exactly. It's, you know, a, just matter
1: of perspective. Right, absolutely. Um, I have a, there's a, Armando um, was a client of mine, he still is a client, he, he's in Austin area, and he'll call every now and again and he'll say, Chip, is it a buyer's or seller's market? I say it's still a seller's market. He'll say, call me when it's a buyer's market, I'm ready. You know, so he always <laughs> likes to buy, like Warren Buffett always said, you know, you, I like to buy when everybody else is selling and you sell when everybody else is buying. So yeah. So there's uh, two types of markets. Um, you want to talk about, you were talking to me a while ago before we came on the podcast about this Brian Moran thing you got going on. It's a 12 week year instead of a quarter year. Yeah. Uh, most of us, this time of year,
0: are doing our annualized planning for next year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have you ever seen a plan that works? No. <laughs> no. If, 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 if you designed a plan that worked for the year, uh, you probably didn't uh, stretch very much. Mm-hmm. You weren't trying to grow. Um, the twelve week year, and Brian Moran uh, is it Brian Moran and Michael Liddington is uh, are the authors. Uh, There are some highly successful sales coaches, and there's a thing in athletics about periodization, and they took uh, uh, that concept of periodization and brought it over into the the sales world uh, about 10 years ago. And develop this process so that you only plan for 12 weeks. You have a long-term vision. You have a you have a 10-year vision or 20-year vision. You have a three-year vision. Uh, you might have a one-year vision, but then you have 12-week goals. Mm-hmm. And you uh, and it's you do. I, I think of it. You do less and obsess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock. Uh, uh, I'll send you the link, and you can share it with anybody who wants to call in here to you, send you an email or call you, and you can send the link out to them. We're going to have an overview of the book. I do a book summary. Uh, there's a registration. You'll get a, a handout, and I'll be going through that handout. There, there's a few fill in the blanks, and we're going to talk about the 12-week year. Then we're going to have a series of, of calls uh, over the next uh, three months, Digging into the 12-week year and a couple of other things, what I call get it done now. Most of us spend too much time even planning and not paying attention to what we're doing today and does it connect to what our goals are and our visions are? I asked a very highly motivated young man the other day, he's doing really well. So what's your, what do you want to look like in 10 years? He goes, What? Uh, I said, well, Tom Watson, when he started IBM, he knew in 20 years what he wanted IBM to look like and how he wanted IBM to be acting like. Now this is back in the 30s. IBM's kind of changed a lot over the last few years, but when you decide what you want out in the future, what you want your future to look like and how you want to be acting mm-hmm. and uh, then connect today and what you do today to that and have a 12 week plan that you're measuring. Let me ask you this. Have you ever uh, watched a ball game where they worked not scoring, keeping score? Keep score? Uh, yeah, I imagine, yeah. It's pretty pretty boring, isn't it? Right, right, right. right? Very, did you watch the LSU A&M game? I didn't did not, but I heard all about it. Oh, yeah. my goodness, seven overtimes. Right. Can you imagine a game like that? They weren't keeping score? Yeah. It, 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 it'd been stupid to watch it. Right. I mean, Even our little kids that they don't keep scoring a soccer game or something. Everybody knows, not everybody, but most of the dads know what the score is. Yeah. We keep score. Well, Moran and Lettington teach us in the 12-week year how to keep scoring in our business.
1: Wow. So our business is more exciting. I think I'm opting in for this. I think I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so do I need to get the book? I need to go to Amazon and order the book. You need, and... Yeah, you need the book. Okay. Uh, the, read book, the book. Uh, he Rand. just came out with the field manual. Came out
0: about sixty days ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, 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 the the book. I mean, I was told about the book, and I went out for one of my uh, very long walks. And uh, by the time I got home from the walk, I had listened to a lot of the book. I had also uh, uh, bought the. The digital version for Kindle, and I had ordered the same day delivery in Austin. We can get a same day delivery on certain books, and
1: I had the book there about three hours later. Yeah. 12-week year by Brian Moran. I'm going to get that. I'm going to... So, you're going to send me an invite to the deal. So, if you want to... If somebody else is listening to this, they want to get the invite. How do they do that? thing? Uh, uh, just uh, uh, you can go to Facebook and look up Danny
0: L Smith on Facebook, but uh, uh, and there's some postings there about uh, about the 12-week year and what we call get it get it done now it's kind okay. of a series we're going to be doing over the next
1: three months. Or they can just contact you and okay. uh, you can send them the link. Awesome! I can't wait to opt into that. You know, I I've uh, have you ever heard of the Miracle Morning? I, I love The Miracle Morning. So I've, the last podcast I did, I talked about The Miracle Morning. And that's how I do So you see sabers written down. And every morning I have a vision how I mm-hmm. want my day to go. And I, all, I, But that's what I've done. And then in the back of my journal, I have my goals for the year. Mm-hmm. And I have them numbered like a high, probably one, two, three. And, and I'm trying to get my number ones knocked out of the way. Some of them fall off and it's just not attainable this year. But maybe this 12-week program can help me put some action items in place and maybe work on better and keeping score of them. Well,
0: you got this, this hat, 10X Real Estate Broker. <laughs> uh, I walked in, uh, so actually, I saw it on Facebook or something here in the last month or so, and I'd forgotten about it until I walked in and you got the hat on, 10X Real Estate Broker. Um, it's going to help you focus
1: on what you need to 10X. Right, awesome, I look forward to that. I'm, I'm stoked about it, guys. I mean, come on, how can you not get pumped about keeping score of what you're trying to accomplish, right? Yep, yep. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, if you if you wonder about that, you go to YouTube, uh-huh. uh, look up twelve week year on YouTube, and there's a, a fifteen minute video. Um, there's numerous videos of Brian Moran, but and he talks specifically about the, uh, the keeping score and measuring wow. on there, and uh, so uh, in about if you're playing a ball game, mm-hmm. the difference. Yeah. Uh, when when I mean, just think about the Houston Astros last oh. year and and what they were going through, and everybody was watching the score, and you're watching watching the stats. Yeah. And when you can learn how to
1: do that with your business, yeah, it changes things. I, you know where you're at. It's keeping score. It's yeah. you're able to gauge yourself and all. That, and that's why, well, my. <laughs> My bank account is my 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 scorekeeper too. So. Well, and and and
0: exactly, mine is also. But also, what to start keeping score up? And, and the thing is, is that it's not in business. It's not like a baseball game or a football game. Uh, you know, baseball probably has a thousand times more scorekeeping yeah. aspects than football. But it's it's not where you're keeping track of a lot of stuff. It's just you you learn. 12, 12 week year teaches you how to keep score
1: of the right stuff and, yeah. and to simplify it. Absolutely. Gotta think about that. So how many books are you reading right now? Like, do you, are you like me? I, I get upset when somebody says, uh, have you heard about this Brian Moran guy? I'm like, I haven't heard about him. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm probably past that. I, I, I have to get, I, I go,
0: okay. 12 week year, I do wonder, how did I miss this book for years?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, um, but, I, I start, I'm not one of those, I have to finish a book to start another book. I've, I know I've got four or five books going right now. I've so finished I two books in the last uh, uh, 24 hours, mm-hmm. uh, one on audible and then one uh, one reading. And so mm-hmm. I've got different ones going on. Part of my mood. Uh, part of it is uh, what I think I need. Uh, if you know if I get into a depressive type, yeah, of, uh, a, a thought process. There's certain books I need to be listening to then, or
1: or, or reading them versus uh, if if I'm in a growth mindset. So uh, that's how I am. So I always have like right now I have my podcast. When I'm reading, trying to learn how to grow this podcast, I want to get I want to get better at trying to get better equipment, make the acoustics better, and all that stuff. We just I think you're my fourth show. So welcome to the fourth show. Oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, And trying to grow my my nation of of fans. I'm also reading one on how to do self-directed IRAs. I had a guy tell me how he's doing that, and I thought about maybe I could do that. I got, uh, I'm always reading something with John Maxwell. You know, at the end of the day, John Maxwell is the one that's most, one that uplifts me and really gets me focusing on what's important in life. So I've always, every time I, if I read, like, you want to choose your models in life carefully, right? And you want to make sure that whoever is your mentor, like I consider him a mentor. I, I feel like I know the guy because I've read all his stuff, but um, I would consider him a mentor.
0: Well, there's a picture of you on the wall over with
1: him in there. The two of you took together, but anyway. I'm sure ahead. you got <laughs> one of those too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just, a, it's something that always brings me back to, because it's, it's, it's Christian based and it comes back to what's important. It always... Get you He's just such a relationship guy. He gets you focused on the relationship with the, it's your family or your or your clients or, or any of that stuff. But he's, you know, his leadership stuff is, is the best stuff I've ever seen out there. And it's and one of the things I talk I talk this podcast what I'm calling it is be a rebel. And it's I love real estate. If you buy it correctly, it's the best investment in the world. I love business because it's it's a challenging thing. Like you talked about how to gauge yourself and, and business is hard and knowing. You know, you're kind of out there, you're on your own a lot of times, you don't know if it's, you just make it, sometimes you just throw things against the wall, see if it sticks, you just, I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on things that didn't work, and that's just business, business is part of it. And I talk about leadership, um, so real estate, business, and leadership, because everything rises and falls in leadership, so me, I'm always trying to become a better leader for my team, for my family, for my community, and that's, I think, and John has a, a big part on how I act, and how I want to get to level two, at least, with everybody I and mean, grow to level three and level four. We talked about that last podcast about the five levels of leadership. And we had talked about that also last mm-hmm. time that we were on the radio together. We did. And we talked about level five being, becoming somebody that follows you because of who you are and what you represent and how you, it's hard to get there because you gotta be pretty, a pretty awesome person. You know? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you sure do. And John's definitely that person. Have you read no limits? No, I haven't. I've got, uh, the last book that I read was, uh, Power of your potential. I bought that one. I'm reading that one from him. Do you uh, do you listen to books? Yeah. Well, I like. I have processing disorder. I think I I learn better by reading. I can uh, attain more, retain more. Uh, talking like when you we, we and I are talking about like this twelve week thing, I, I hear you, but I got to go sit and process everything exactly. that we just said. And yeah.
0: when and I started, I did, I started in the spring of seventeen listening to audible books you know the the amazon mm-hmm. kindle audible uh not kindle but the amazon audible app uh and a man named john piper a pastor
1: yeah you know, i've know john john. read his book he's yeah. the one that passed away came back to life right not him john piper i don't i, I don't know if he did or not
0: but but he could
1: have I and, he wrote and, a you know, book. he's out of, uh, of
0: of minnesota okay uh, his mainstay book is, is Desiring god he's written about 180 books
1: there was a piper that was in a car wreck and I think he and was... I hadn't know, heard that. that yeah, that, it could that have been a different Piper. I just yeah, it might have been. Well,
0: he mentioned how he listened to books and the reason he did, and I went, interesting. And so here's what I found about, yeah, uh, even though my mind goes somewhere else, mm-hmm. I listen to books because it's it's a different environment. Um, and just like uh, I, you know, a lot of books I've listened to, I end up reading also to get more out of it. Uh, so I uh, highly recommend... a double. double,
1: So like the same book, but just doing an audible and read it. And you, you
0: know, know, first book I listened to, he said something. I thought, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read, uh, mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. I tried to read that book Mm -hmm. numerous times over the last 20 years and never could get into it. I listened to it and, and I remember going, that book says that. And I start, and and so I listened to it. And once I listen, now I read it and I get it. So, uh, it's, it's a different, um, uh, that's a great idea. It, it listening to it's different than reading it. I listen to, uh, no limits mm-hmm. on a regular bite. So tell night. me
1: about no limits. Is, is it this brand new one that just came out?
0: Actually it came out two years ago. Okay. Uh, I've read it twice. In, uh, last year. It's one of the books that I read every year. Okay. Now, I, I will read, I've read it twice. I read it last year. I've read it again this year. It lays on my, um, uh, uh on my desk, I've got some of his, you know, John's big list guide. Some of his list, mm-hmm. I've got I've, I've printed out. I carry with me in my planner, and it's about increasing your capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a chapter, his his chapter on productivity mm-hmm. uh, is about Paul Martinelli, the president of the John right. Maxwell team, and it's an
1: incredible story. Yeah, Paul's story is incredible. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a good story. He, he talks is. about the talks about Paul in his book, "The Power of Your Potential," and how. Paul grew his potential from, you know, where he's what he's endured through mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. So, awesome. I have to check out "No Limits"
0: by John Maxwell. Yeah. No limits, increasing your capacity. We all have capacity limits. Sometimes they're because of our our uh, our age or height or height or something. But most of the limits that we set on ourselves, we can change and mm-hmm. we can raise
1: that capacity. So, folks, if you're listening, I thank you for listening to the podcast. You know. The point of the podcast is to learn and grow with each other, talk about our challenges and something I, you know, I'm always trying to take away something. and I always learn something from Danny today. I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, I'm going to read and I, I could probably learn something by doing the Audible also. I do listen to podcasts, Audible, but you, obviously you can't buy a book on from the podcast. So but I need to, I'm, a, I'm a definitely going to entertain that idea. I think it's a great idea. And, and because uh, even when I reread a book, sometimes I'm like, I, didn't, I don't remember reading that, you know? Yeah.
0: So well, I picked up books and, and, and uh, go, I'm going to read this. I've never read this. And I've got notes in the margins. I go, man, I don't remember reading this. Right. Right. And uh, so, yeah, it helps me. Uh, 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 the book I finished this morning on the way in here, uh a book I read early in the year. And I just realized I just need to
1: listen to it. And I uh, listen, I don't remember all this. So it's, it's, it's that repetitive thing. Yeah. And so we're, we're going to end up in the podcast here in a little bit, but uh, if you don't do anything this week, uh, I'm going to try to, uh, if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to try to get you invited to the 12-week year um, by Brian Moran, because I will tell you something, I did, Danny did something similar to this, and I had joined your, I guess you'd call it a mastermind, right? Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, I did your mastermind on John Maxwell, the 50, is it the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth? Yep. Yep. So I did the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth with Danny. that was a, it helped me, uh, I think that was the time when I was, I was like a solo agent. I was trying to grow my team. And by doing that, going through that book, going through that mastermind, it helped me push myself and grow myself and, and all that stuff. And so it was a great experience. So I imagine that this will be another great experience, good, by opting in on this. And so uh, if you're looking for a home loan, uh, Danny does home loans all through Texas I imagine. Mm-hmm. Anywhere in Texas. Anywhere in Texas. And he does a great job, uh, adds a lot of value. So what I like about Danny is he's, he's a giver, you know, he's sitting here giving his time today and, 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 we're, and in return we're going to try to g- give him something back in return and give him some business. So appreciate y'all tuning in to The Chip Shot where we talk about all things real estate, business, and leadership. If you want to come on the show, call me, uh, it's, uh, we're all about community, we're all about getting better and adding value. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Danny, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, you can go to uh, uh,
0: danielsmith.com. Okay, that's got all my contact information on there. If you're on LinkedIn, uh, just look up uh, Danny L Smith on LinkedIn, and you'll you'll see me there. Very good.
1: Thanks for tuning in, guys. You have an awesome rest of your day. Too
0: fast to prepare for these. Tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling as vultures.
1: Negative, nepotist. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of time.